Hey, I'm Aaron, one of the team members here at Revelation Wellness, and I want to thank you for pressing play on this episode. We've got a fantastic Revving the Word for you today that's going to get your body, mind, and soul moving. But before we press play, we want to invite you to a free webinar Wednesday, February 14th at 2 p.m. Eastern. And you're going to want to watch this if you're ready to quiet the food noise without taking a pill. Join Elisa Keaton, founder and CEO, for this free webinar where we're breaking through the confusion to teach you how to find health and wholeness without falling for the next fad. It's completely free, but you will need to register. Just swipe up on the show notes to do that so you don't miss out. As always, thanks for being here, and we want to invite you to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps us spread the good news around the world. And you can even leave us a message on SpeakPipe. We listen to each and every one of those, and we love hearing your voice. Are you ready for today's movement? Let's get to it. Getting the playlist started in three, two, one. Here we go. So welcome, friends. I'm so glad you're with me today for another Revving the Word episode. My name is Katrina Canfield. I'm a Revelation Wellness instructor, and I also get to serve as the Executive Director of Communications with Rev. And it's my absolute joy to move with you today. So I want you to start warming up, moving your body however you're choosing to move today. And I want you to think long through your spine, light on your feet, really engaging through your core, and maybe most importantly, lifting the corners of your mouth because this is a get-to. And friends, I know sometimes the hardest part is just pushing play and showing up, so I'm so, so proud of you already. So what do we get to do today? We are gonna do some endurance. So endurance is basically a slow and steady pace where you're gonna be comfortably uncomfortable and if you're thinking of a rate of one to 10 scale, you wanna be somewhere five to seven. So even here, as we're warming up, maybe you start to pick up the pace a little bit. You cover more space. You increase the intensity just slightly, but we're gonna continue warming up. So moderate intensity, five to seven on that scale. You want it to feel sustainable for the 30 minutes we're gonna to be together. So you should be able to move with a closed mouth, breathe through your nose, but maybe after a couple breaths, it's gonna feel better to open your mouth and breathe <laughs> through both your nose and your mouth. So just pay attention. So today we're gonna talk about honestly some hard things, but the reality is that's life. <laughs> so as I record this, it's the end of December, I'm reflecting on the year, 
And if you're like me, you probably experienced some really, really good things and some really hard things. So today we're going to unpack some of that, look at some scripture, and I'm going to get pretty vulnerable about some loss I've recently experienced. And so if there are tears, first of all, if you've done revving the words with me in the past, you're probably not going to be too surprised, but sometimes we get to show up and talk about things before we're 100% ready and have all of the words, but I'm trusting, I'm trusting that the Lord is going to speak to you, okay? So you should be mostly warmed up. I want you to increase the intensity just a little bit. So if you were at a four or five, maybe you bump up to a five or a six. Comfortably uncomfortable. So God, we thank you. We thank you for these good bodies. We thank you that we can move and hear your truth and be reminded of your goodness in the midst of the hard, in the midst of the good. Lord, I pray that every single word that comes out of my mouth is directly from you, God. I pray that each person listening would hear the exact words that he or she needs to hear from you today. God, we love you, we praise you, and we are here because we want to embody our faith in a way that changes the world and the people around us, God. So we love you, and we offer this to you. Amen. All right, so I'm on my, my indoor spin bike. I just increased the intensity a little bit. I'll be honest, I'm probably only at about a five here. I could stay here for a really, really long time. I am typically more of an interval girl. I like the time periods of work and rest, but there are times when the Lord is inviting us to stay comfortably uncomfortable. <laughs> Slow and steady acts of faithfulness, one step of obedience at a time. All right, I am going to read a passage of scripture that you're probably familiar with. So this is Joshua chapter one. And so Moses has just passed away and is passing on the mantle of leadership to Joshua. So I'm gonna start in verse one, really try to focus on the words here. There's so much goodness. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all the people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, river the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Okay, stay with me. A couple more verses here. Verse seven says, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the laws my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left that you may be successful wherever you go. 
keep the book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen. All right, I want you to scan your body. How are you feeling? Are you at that moderate intensity endurance a five to a seven? Maybe you can give a little bit more. Maybe you need to pull back. Listen to your body, friends, wherever you're at today. It's good. It's good. So I'm sure many of you are familiar with this passage and specifically that last verse. Joshua 1.9, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Over and over in the book of Joshua and in the book of Deuteronomy, right before Joshua, we hear those words from the Lord, don't be afraid, don't be terrified, be strong and courageous. And if I'm honest, sometimes I hear that and think, okay, if I can just like pull myself up and get it together and not be affected by anything and do it all my own strength, it's all gonna be good. And sometimes, most of the time, it's unintentional. But what I noticed is the promise that God gives. He doesn't say, don't be terrified because everything's gonna work out exactly how you hope and it won't be hard and it won't be, be disappointing and you won't struggle or suffer. He says, we can be strong and courageous because he is with us. That's the promise we see over and over in scripture, his presence with us. We're coming out of the Christmas season, Emmanuel, God with us. And as I've been digging into the word, I've noticed this promise in so many places. And I'm, I'm gonna share some of those scriptures today. Okay, how are you feeling? Maybe you wiggle your toes a little bit, pay attention to your shoulders. Can you bring them down away from your ears? Keep that core nice and strong and lift the corners of your mouth. It's kind of this middle, middle section of the endurance where you're like, hmm, I think this is gonna be good, but right now, it's sort of uncomfortable, and I sort of just wanna be done. But friends, you can stay in it, because I'm with it, in it with you. <laughs> so here's where I'm gonna share a little more of my personal story. As I'm looking over this past year, it's held some amazing, amazing experiences and great joy and celebration and so many good things. But it's also probably been maybe the hardest year of my life. It's held some disappointment, some loss, some trauma, injury, some hard diagnosis from family members. Keep on moving, friends. Slow and steady acts of faithfulness right here. 
But the hardest thing I've recently experienced, just, just a month ago, was losing my younger sister. And it's probably the, the deepest grief I've ever experienced. I think up to this point in my life, I'm 44, I think. <laughs> yes, I'm 44. Probably the deepest loss I've experienced. And I've been blessed in that regard. I've, I've lost grandparents and people close to me, but the loss of my sister has been really hard. And it was unexpected and it's never, never easy to lose a loved one. My sister had been struggling with a lot of things, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, for a long, long time. And I'm not gonna get into the details here, but the way I was praying for her healing and for her restoration is not the way that God answered that prayer the way my parents and my family members were praying for her, that God would fully restore her, her here on earth. That didn't happen, that wasn't his plan. And that's hard. It's hard, there's so much unknown, there's so many questions, there's so many whys. But I'm guessing many of you are wrestling with some sort of loss or grief or disappointment because that's life. And I just want to encourage you right now, as we're embodying our faith, that means getting real with the hard things. I don't like being real with the hard things. I like to kind of keep it bottled up inside. Which, let me just tell you, doesn't usually turn out well. And there's no right or wrong way to grieve. But can I encourage you right now, feel your feelings, bring it to the Lord, acknowledge the grief, the trauma, the disappointment, because they matter, friends, they matter. It may not be as big as losing a sister or a family member, but we also don't have to compare our grief, our trauma, our disappointment to others. All right, I'm bumping up my resistance just a little bit here. And friends, if you want to add in a couple of intervals, you are free. Listen to your body. Not what you want, but what do you need? All right, I'm gonna share another scripture. Psalm 91.4, it's one of my favorites. It says, he will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. Psalm 91.4, he will cover you with his feathers. Under his wings you'll find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. Friends, he is with you. He is with you. And I'm not gonna lie, I had to look up what is a rampart. I mean, I had an idea, but a rampart is 
a protective barrier, a broad embankment raised as a fortification and usually surmounted by a parapet. I don't know what a parapet is. I should look that up too, but I didn't. <laughs> and it's a wall-like ridge. So you get the, the picture here. We get to rest under the wings of a kind and loving father who's also strong, a wall-like ridge, a protective barrier. He is a God who is with us as comfort and security. Do you believe that? Do you trust the promise that he is with you? And more than that, he knows and understands whatever grief, whatever pain you're walking through. Isaiah 53.3 says, He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. He knows, he understands, he wants to enter in and be near us in the heart. And I'm almost laughing a little bit with this really upbeat music in the background as I'm talking about hard things. And that feels like life a lot of times, right? We're holding both the joy and the sorrow. And it feels really hard and really weird when you're grieving and other people are just going about life like nothing happened. He is with us. He knows our grief. He's acquainted with deepest grief. And friends, I am learning more and more. There's no right way to grieve, right? Like I've been walking through this, this grief just for a month now. And sometimes I'm like, um, should I be crying more? Should I be more sad? Should I, like all of these expectations, but I'm learning to be kind to myself. To go at a, a slower pace when possible. So what joy and sorrow are you holding simultaneously? It's not easy, friends. And I'm in it with you. All right, keep it up. If you're not at that five to seven, you should probably feel right now that you need to breathe mostly through your mouth. So if you're comfortably breathing through your nose, can you increase the intensity, increase the speed, cover a little more ground. I don't know how you're moving right now, but I know it's good. I know it's good. One thing that's been really interesting, not surprising, but that I've noticed is there have been people, so many people that I haven't talked to in years, high school friends, college friends, friends of my sister who have reached out 
intentionally reached out, sent messages, sent cards, have reached out beyond just the first initial post I put on Facebook to say, how are you doing? I've been thinking about you. People that I've honestly been really surprised that they even care or think about me or remember me at all. But one of the threads I've noticed is people who have experienced great loss themselves have a capacity to enter into the grief of others. And so friends who've lost parents or loved ones or spouses, they have chosen to get out of their comfort zone and reach out to me. And I've been overwhelmed by that kindness. And of course, I've been overwhelmed by the kindness of people who haven't experienced that great great loss and have chosen to enter in. Second Corinthians 1.4, and this is the New Living Translation. It says, he comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. For the more we suffer for Christ, the more God will shower us with his comfort through Christ. So how can you comfort others? How can you show up and be kind and offer encouragement, enter into the hard places with those around you? And I want you to think about that. Because I'll be honest, before I suffered great loss, I didn't fully understand. I didn't know what to say. Don't be afraid of not doing it right, right? We get to embody the love of Jesus and enter into hard, awkward, and comfortable situations from a place of love. And maybe you say to someone, I I don't even know what to say right now, but I love you. And I'm so sorry. So I want you to think specifically, what are some things you've walked through? Maybe it's a very specific experience or situation that feels really hard. Maybe you have a diagnosis for one of your kids or a physical ailment or disability or something really hard emotionally that's going on. How can you reach out and comfort others when you see them walking that path? Because you know the deep suffering that they're experiencing. You get to shower them with the comfort through Christ. I want you to think about that for a little bit here. I'm gonna go quiet, keep moving your body. Maybe for the next five minutes or so, 
you pick up the pace just a little bit. Or maybe you wanna throw in some interval training the next minute and a half. I'll leave that up to you. One and a half more minutes in the song. Okay, friends, as we all get to hold both joy and sorrow, celebration and disappointment, you know what we get to do? We get to choose to recognize the good around us and worship God in the midst. Deuteronomy 26.11 says rejoice in all the good things the Lord your God has given to you and your household the good things the Lord has given you and your household even when things feel like they're falling apart around you can you find the good can you look for the good rejoice in all the good things the Lord has given you the hope we have in Jesus the promise that he is near. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I am currently walking in one of my greatest fears. It came true. And it's a weird thing to say, but that's the reality. What if one of your greatest fears comes true? Can you trust his promise that he's still with you? is not easy friends but I have seen in the midst of the hard in the midst of a loss I've seen the Lord Lord turn beauty from ashes to restore things that were broken even if it isn't the way I had hoped or prayed for and I'll maybe save some of those stories for another podcast <laughs> but just know I have experienced the peace that passes understanding, you guys, and I can't explain it. Other than it is from the Lord and His goodness and His presence. 
he's with me so I can feel peace. I can feel peace even though it's hard, even though it's devastating. I have that peace that passes understanding and that, that is what I've always prayed for others walking through hard things and I can't explain it but that's what I feel even in this season of great loss. So friends, we're gonna end today. <laughs> I can't necessarily tie this up with a pretty bow. You have the presence of Jesus and that's all you need. So we're gonna end today worshiping him, rejoicing, praising him for the good that he's given to you and your household, thanking him for the hard because you can show up and comfort others. Thank him for the promise that he is with you. Worship with your whole body. And at the expense of feeling weird or other people are watching, maybe you just raise your arms up, maybe you lift them out to the side. but this is your chance to worship him. I'm gonna read the scripture one more time. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So God, we thank you for these good bodies. These good bodies that hold the joy, that hold the grief, that hold the celebration and the sorrow. So God, we thank you that you aren't unacquainted with that. You know, you understand, and you want to enter in and be with us in the midst of all of it, God. So we thank you, we offer ourselves to you May we be people who embody your love and show up as a reflection of your goodness and your glory, no matter what we're walking through. We love you, Jesus. Amen.
Surrender.